There's nowhere to hide. Nowhere to run. You're going to poop your pants again! <laughs> we're coming. We've in got hot. sound and everything. Yeah, we're coming or not. Mandy, the silent film. <laughs> Mandy, <laughs> the wish silent, silent film. Uh, in hey. case you haven't noticed, we're late because of problems. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. This is Spook of Madness year four. We're you know, coming in hot. We're, we've worked out all the kinks in our fourth year. <laughs> Uh, no, this is the Spark of Madness podcast. We review movies, but we are entering the the month of October, which means we're doing Spook of Madness, where every week we do a Halloween horror. Not really horror. It's all. It kind of runs the gamut. If it applies, hey, I think I fixed the audio yeah. problem. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Do we want to start over? Sorry, yeah, you want to do it again? Let's do it again. <laughs> Never mind. Didn't work. Nope. I'm smart. Nope. All right. All right. Hey, welcome to this party. Hey, that's hey, Matt over there. This book of Madness, number four. I'm Matt. That's, that's Eric. Hey, hey. Um, Let's talk about Mandy. That's right. Our first movie is Mandy, which uh, I don't know if it preceded our fake out to do Rage, the Nick Cage movie. Was it really for a fake TV. out? Um, yeah. I thought it was more like a debacle. It was just an ab- abandon it. <laughs> we, uh, it, was, it's, it wasn't a bad movie. It, there was just nothing to talk about. Yeah. It was so uninteresting. But Mandy was good. <laughs> Mandy was good. Yeah. And we're speechless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's how the podcast would have been. We had a, we had a guest, Ty, uh, who, you, who you've seen before, and we both were talking about, like, what did Aaron made us do? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick Rage. Who picked Rage? I, I did, and I wasn't going to be <laughs> oh, on the no! show. <laughs> Why would you pick Rage? We thought we it would be funny. Pick a random Nick Cage one, and also knowing that we were doing this movie, it would have been like a good lead-in to see it, how crazy it could go. So I'd be interested to hear if there's any like. It's basically a revenge movie. But it's this, just another one, but not very good. Okay, it wasn't like the worst movie ever. It was just like it was like competent bad. It was contrived. Yeah. So our first movie, though, for Spook of Madness is also Nick Cage uh, appearing in the 2018 movie. Mm-hmm. So relatively new, relatively new. Um, movie like called Mandy by the director Panos Cosmatos. That's got to be a, like a like a stage name. Uh, his Maybe. dad was a director, apparently. Oh, really? From what I found out. Okay. Hmm. I think he directed like 80s action movies. Oh, nepotism, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh if you haven't seen this movie, here's the brief synopsis, but then immediately after, I think we need to just figure out what happens in the movie. In the Pacific Northwest in 1983, outsiders Red Miller, didn't know his name was Red, and Mandy Bloom lead a loving and peaceful existence when their pine-scented haven is savagely destroyed by a cult led by the sadistic Jeremiah Sand. Red is catapulted into a Phantasmagoric. Phantasmagorical? Mag- yeah. I'm not even I mean, reading it. That, that word. Is. Come on. Uh, journey filled with bloody vengeance uh, and laced with deadly fire. Yeah. And acid. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff going on in this movie, which we'll dig into. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that this movie is fundamentally unknowable, but we will try. I 
I gave this movie a rating when I saw it the first time when it came out, and I have since changed my rating. Oh, did so it go, I'll, did get, it go I'll up give or down? you both at the end. Did it go up You've or down? seen this before? I have. Yeah, I tried to get you guys to watch it last year one time you when did? I was going to be gone. Yeah, huh. or or maybe two years ago. Uh, maybe immediately after I saw it, I was going to be mm-hmm. gone on my trip. I tried to get you guys to watch it, and you. I think that was when you did the Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> that ah, show was choice. fun. That was great. You guys went through with that episode. I remember sitting there watching the movie like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> but we should have just not... You ruined the whole joke at the end. I couldn't I, take it anymore. I wanted to make people believe that it was an amazing movie. Couldn't yeah, do it. Let's talk about the it cinematography. Yeah. Um, but Mandy, though... You ruined it. What okay, let's go around. If if you if somebody was we just kind of read the brief synopsis. If somebody asked you what is Mandy about, like what or you were gonna give them like the one or two sentence like this was my takeaway from the movie, what would you say? It could be a reflection of your opinion too, but like (laughs) or how would you describe the movie to them? Because I feel like this is one of those just sensory overload type of movies that takes a minute to try and explain. I think it's a visually interesting movie. Oh, That's yeah. all I can Definitely. say. Definitely, it's a visually interesting. You don't movie. think you don't know what it's about at all? Well, I mean, I kind of do. But I can give follow- us like a one word. It's not the greatest story in the world, very basic. No, it's story, pretty basic. Yeah, but it's just a very. It's definitely an art, artsy film. But not the kind that we hate. No, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, this was like Mother, but better. I feel like this was like, and there were some funny moments. If yeah. Darren Aronofsky was like obsessed with metal and fantasy novels and 80s he would 80s reference chainsaws chainsaws <laughs> yeah from silver lake <laughs> the guy from predator yeah i like you that don't guy. even shave the musical yeah um what no, was it about to you matt well i don't even know if it's a Anything. Come on! If I were to say, if I were to like having just heard the plot synopsis, I I think that gives you an idea of a story. But that to me isn't the movie. It has story points, but that's not it. It's basically a fever dream. Yeah, it's like a, a slow, long nightmare that is like flickering different colored lights at you until. It's an acid trip. Nick, yeah, until Nick, it, it L- really does. Nick Cage then just inhabits that world, and there's just like, like if you know somebody who is obsessed with metal and all that shit, they, and they just want to talk about it all the time, that's how this movie Matt felt Kirsch, to me. We're, we're, eight, we're rated 16 and yeah, oh, Thank no. you. Put it on his face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it felt like somebody wanted to visualize a dream they had one time that they didn't write down. They they tried to write it down, but didn't write it down very well. Shame on you. And then Cosmetos. made the movie. Uh, that's how it how it came across to me. Well, that was a long winded explanation. That was just two sentences. Just you can't give me one long, word. Uh, go- <laughs> what is it? Goblin goblin mac and cheese. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember, you know, remember the, the that, commercial? That was from, apparently that was the same guy who did um, Too Many Cooks. Uh-huh. Was the Goblin Mac and Cheese yeah, was Too Many Cooks? I didn't too, know that. Yeah, so they just put in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't a real thing. It's a fake thing. Well, we thought it was fake to start with. It we just absolutely thought they made it for the seems movie. completely random. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't say it's random. I, I what? 
I, we'll get into it. I, I, okay, I, it's okay, random, okay. but not as random as you think. Okay. I, I will say the first half, I do feel like this is a movie that is split right down the middle. And I think I even timed it that at the halfway point is the like 45 seconds of Nick Cage tearfully, silently and tearfully looking at his Mandy wife getting burnt alive. That's the halfway point. I know. I'd and be I if feel my like Mandy wife was. The movie before that and the movie after that are two completely different things. So there are some, um, there's a lot of 80s vibes to this thing. So we talked about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of feel to it. A little bit, yeah. The heavy metal, um, heavy metal bands, hair bands, uh, references to Silver Lake, you know, because that's where they live closest Pretty to. Pretty kind of cliche-ish cult stuff, You have the guy from Predator. I mean, like he's in a lot of 80 movies. He's awesome. Uh, but I, But there's a lot of those actually reminded me of Conan. Yeah. See, I didn't watch. I still haven't oh, seen it since yeah, it you guys Conan? did it. That was another one. You yeah, this reminds me of Conan. There's a lot of like the the Man, forging, of, the good. forging of the the weapon, the cutting out the heads. Like when he rolls the head, mm. yeah. you know, at the end. So it's like there's a lot of things that are reminding me of Conan. What's I'm best in revenge life? for his mother. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, I didn't get to say what I thought this movie was about. We can kill it. Different movie, but you know. Another actor from that movie. Aaron, what's your favorite planet? What's my favorite planet? Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> that was a line in this movie. Cool. Saturn. Cool. I thought it was his favorite. His, his was Saturn. You're right. Yeah. That's wild. Um, it's the rings. I, I think that if I had to come up with a word for this movie, it would be sobriety. <laughs> what? I came up with it while we were doing the podcast just now. Okay. It's just a spitball. Okay. It feels like the movie's trying to find a respite from something for this character, Nick Cage. Mm. And sobriety doesn't have to mean from drugs, because there are drugs in this movie. Yeah. It feels he's... like he's trying to, to get home and rest. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. That's, that's just me spitballing. That's the opening. Because like I said, yeah. I think this movie's fundamentally unknowable. I... It is confounding. I so let's start with the first half, which again, and do you guys agree with me that it's a it movie changes. in two halves? Because I, yeah. it's Nick Cage is a background character for the first half of the movie. He's barely in it. I don't know about barely, but he's definitely not the they forefront. They use him right. Yeah, in they the use, second half, I would they, argue they, the second half right is when the first they. Half no, I think they use him just fine. You know in the what first they half. do? You're what? not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can have that much dialogue. Well, it's not that. It's just that it wasn't just his movie be Nicolas yet. Nicholas Cage, and we're going to uncage you. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about him <laughs> in the first half. That's all. True, but like, but he was great. He didn't take it away from me. I thought the dialogue between him and Mandy was some of the worst I've ever. Oh heard. my god! It wasn't even bad. It knock, just was unremarkable. Knock knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. Who? Eric Estrada from Chips. Yeah, I've heard, that, I've heard worse lines. Whole, that was a whole scene. Yes, it was. I've heard worse lines. I've seen Rage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you have yeah. another context. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like you know, Batman monologues. You know, I mean, from so the first Dark half Knight. of the movie, to me, should have been 15, 20 minutes. And it was nah. at least 50. Because ultimately what happens is we're introduced to... Mandy and Nick Cage, who, and then they have a couple scenes of their relationship. Then we, and as part of that, we get some references to the fantasy novel that 
they make a reference to like green light or whatever, and that came through. But I still didn't. I didn't really understand what it's that like meant. the orange stuff in Mother. You're not supposed yeah. to know what it is. You're supposed to think about it. So the checklist of things that happen Everybody in the first that? half are: they meet. Uh, we introduce the main characters. We're introduced to the cult. We the, talk about chips. We talk about chips. The cult leader sees Mandy on the street and just is a is convinced that he needs to have her. She. Do you know who he is, by the way? No, the he's, cult leader. He's Thomas Wayne from from uh, <laughs> Batman Begins. I didn't really? even realize that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize oh it either. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Why I do think we cult. Burst? I think in the first half we also get a very quick meeting with the like biker gang, which we get more info about later. And then the the payoff of this whole sequence is that they capture her. She laughs at him. And then Good they scene. burn her alive, and that's. But that it, I felt like the first half was really, really slow, really slow. Yeah. So what? Well, to the point of being is slow bad automatically. If the content is bad, hmm. <laughs> Do you disagree? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm crazy. I don't directly disagree. Okay. But All right. the the I would say that the beginning of the movie mildly captivated me. So here's 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 what I think. You know, it's too. This different. wasn't it, the Godfather, so I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, movie. Ever. So the first part, first half was a good trip. The second half was a bad trip. Okay. So that's that's why I was slow oh, and appreciating the color. Kind of that's cool. a, yeah. And 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 everything good about it. And the second part was the bad trip. That's a cool is, way to think yeah. about it. For me, the second Nick Cage got down from being tied up and he, he even got stabbed under the ribs talk about mother like he's yeah. strung up gets stabbed um the second he gets down that's when the movie's like all right i get what this is i like this now because it's just bananas I'm, I'm, action. i'm with Aaron. i, I kind of like the slowness of it really it, yeah. it makes the the second half that much better I yeah think. oh my gosh because if it was yeah. all one speed it would kind of get tiring yeah. i could not have hated the first half more i don't think it was hmm. so obnoxious. Hmm. I didn't mind it. I, I I didn't, you know, it wasn't a 10 out of 10 for me, but, no, you know, no, I, I enjoyed no. it. Yeah, so did you like the second half then? Yes. So yes. Chet, Cheddar Goblin, that's the first thing in my notes. That was pretty much the scene one of Act 2. <laughs> and then immediately following that was the bathroom, which yeah, was, was amazing. Cool <laughs> so. Well, that's where the scene where, the, and I think Red Letter Media pointed this out, where the cameraman, does, like, they, they had no plan yeah, they so, just did it. They, and you can see the camera. The camera like, has hesitation and everything. Yeah, are you done? That's how you do a scene like that. Just by the seat of your pants. Shoot it's, with a Y and let them go. Well, it was so a, get everything. It know? was a really weird bathroom set to begin with. They have it this was very like, mundane. sunflower <laughs> wallpaper. There's like a desk bloody, or something. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. And he's like, got a bottle of liquor in the cabinet. <laughs> in the bathroom. I mean, I think it's implied that he was, like, swearing off of that stuff. I don't know. I got that vibe. Well, they started the movie with, like, that Ronald Reagan uh, little speech he was listening to about, like, we're going to stop abortion and pornography, and he shuts it off. And I didn't know if, the, like, that was supposed to mean something other than maybe the time period. But they I don't gave know. Us Is the... it supposed to mean something? I don't know. This is like mother. Panos Cosmatos does it mean something? The bathroom scene. I gotta though, say this though. Okay. I don't like his name. 
Panos Cosmetos. <laughs> <laughs> this movie would have been so much better if his name was like Joe Smith. <laughs> Seriously, like Joe Smith made this. What was that? <laughs> you know, like you're a badass, Joe Smith. You're awesome, but Panos comes. What was that Futurama joke so where where sorry where you the robot the reads a it's script? It's a good movie, but you ruined it. What was the name, name of that actor robot in Futurama? Uh, well, he reads a script gold, and he's like, yeah. "No, no, I don't like the font." Calculon. Calculon. What's this director's name? I'm never going to say it again. Panos Cosmatos. He's a good director, but come on, just call yourself Joe Smith. I mean, Pan- just be, just maybe it's real. a Coppola situation. <laughs> you just hit Panos twice with the idea that his name sucks, and also that you're never. <laughs> Never gonna see a movie from him again. No, I said no. It out loud. I, I, no, I said, I'll see it again. But you're gonna, your name is gonna make me cringe every time I it's see it. It's kind of a cringy name. You're I, good. You're a good movie maker. Before we get, I just because the rest of the movie is so. What if we found out that that's his real name? Him. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> change it. Sixteen and up. It was originally Panos Hitler or something. <laughs> <laughs> he had to change it. Adolf Cosmatos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but okay, so Adolf Butt. Before we get to, <laughs> before we get to Predator and all the rest of it, the bathroom scene is worth talking about because it comes right after we're talking about Cheddar Goblin. Basically, he mm-hmm. comes back from seeing mm-hmm. his wife burned alive. He goes into their home. The first thing that happens, he turns on the TV. And there's this b- bizarre commercial of a goblin just vomiting Cheddar mac cheese. and cheese yeah. for these kids who are just going ape shit. Immediately after that, he goes in the bathroom, he grabs the bottle, and he's just like chugging it and just screaming and getting blood in it. And he just keeps, and it goes on for a while. Great, great scene. And it's just, and then I think, and he's in his underwear and he's wearing a shirt with a tiger on it. Yeah. And it is amazing. And, and I wonder if it's real alcohol in there. Probably not. Likely not. Likely not. I mean, I, Nick Cage uh, likes to do know. his method thing, but I don't know. If that was vodka, that would have been a hard scene to uh, do. This movie's insane. Now, yeah, I, right after that, he goes to Bill Duke, though, which well, the, and to get his. I think uh, the the Cheddar Goblin. It, it gave me this vibe where, whenever it feels like, let me try to articulate this. When things are happening in your life, it's easy to like get, get distracted by the mundanity of day to day life, commercials going to work, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. It, it felt like the movie was trying to talk about that in some way. Yeah. Maybe, Nothing yeah. Nothing really matters. Like uh, the, 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 the ease of world. slipping into the, the, the mentality that nothing really matters. True, like the world, you know, you, this tra- tragedy that you felt the world doesn't care, you know. Really? That's, I, wow. I hadn't thought of it. I didn't, I didn't think of it's it that way like at all. It's almost like it's a good movie. It keeps moving. Man. The world keeps moving no matter. <laughs> yeah. Whatever tragedy. I you feel know. like you could have done any, anything other ad, than the Cheddar Goblin. Any ad there, <laughs> but they went with Cheddar Goblin. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. It was. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it's definitely different. Um, so the rest of the movie is basically Nick Cage getting revenge on the cult cultists, but he has to start with the like weird uh, form, like LSD formula hype enhanced like monsters biker monsters uh so he starts there that and they look like they're uh what hellraiser characters or something yeah Um, demons in leather and then he goes after the cult the cult members afterwards um where 
I mean, there's a million kooky action sequences through here. Is there yeah. anything you want to call out in particular? Uh, I liked uh, the scenes of him, like, when he first started on that rampage, and then he tastes the tainted LSD. That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this random, like, gray jar, and he's like, Whoa. Not just because it looks cool, <laughs> but the implication is that you have to become the beast to end the beast. Yeah. So you, and also explains why you know that's what made them. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It it, it definitely because very Jungian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get deep. <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever compared Mandy to. I'll like, bet the, you they have. I'll bet you one dollar. Cosmo Panos Cosmatos has. <laughs> you think it's Cosmatos instead of Cosmatos? I don't know. I'm the one that said <laughs> Mask Caribbean, of the Phantasm. Of course, if 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 Matt's viewing of the the first half of the movie is any indication, to be comatose. I did think it was funny that he pulled a longer chainsaw. Like yeah, the yeah, that's that was funny. The chainsaw f- sword fight. I loved. <laughs> I thought that was like that was per- pure fun. when you mentioned '80s, like and the fact that he's a lumberjack, so like right, yeah, yeah they, they foreshadowed shit. it yeah. perfectly. Yeah, his weapon. He knew how to use it. I know how to use it. <laughs> Man, I, you know the. I forget exactly which scene happens after that. Is it the one where the guy's watching porn on the TV? The yeah. next one, and just like. Going like, going to town on yeah. coke or whatever was on that table. Yeah. Why There's also like that? a bottomless pit. In, <laughs> yeah. Like, in a, in a <laughs> when yeah. he was chained up. Yeah. I think that's the least of our concerns in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to. Apparently, dig. that guy didn't die. He also forged that weapon, like his weapon, it's that not cool tell- chrome axe thing. I thought about that. It's not implicitly told how much time passes. Sure. Oh, sure. Or it's not explicitly told. Yeah, I, uh, that that sort of reminds me of um, Conan a little bit. Yeah, y- it doesn't really matter how much time passed. It could have been a week. That's uh, not a very big concern. The big concern is how cool it looks. <laughs> so, so there on the screen behind me, the part when he's looking at her and it morphs to her face a little bit—that was kind of trippy. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of the deep fake before deep fakes. I wonder why they did it, though. Yeah. I don't don't understand it. Because are they trying to say that they're similar, or is that just the surface lever, the surface level? I thought maybe it was going to be like the cult leader getting in her head. Okay, that makes sense. But then she just immediately, maybe because he took off all his clothes and he's just standing there naked, uh, that broke her trance or something, but... Yeah, that, that was an odd decision on his part. Yeah. What a bad cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> Did she laugh because he had a small penis? Is that why? I don't know. Maybe. I don't. I thought that was at least partially it. Uh, I went like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ages 16 up. and up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it seemed like uh, maybe that, but also how do you take down somebody with like that they probably have a pretty bad ego, and the only way to to uh, put them in their place is to uh, deride them, to make fun of them in whatever yeah. way you can. So maybe it was a desperate ploy. Who knows? Yeah. Mm. I just realized he isn't wearing a tiger shirt during the scene, during his rampage, but when he confronts He puts the, on the shirt that he wore when he met her. Right. 
But when he confronts the tiger, or the tiger, he confronts the chemist who makes the LSD, I guess. He has a tiger. He has a tiger. And he's just says, goodbye, Lizzie. <laughs> the tiger runs away. I wonder if that's supposed to be connected to his tiger shirt. Like I wonder. Uncaged or whatever. I think there's a, a 100% chance that there was a I, connection there. I don't know. Maybe Panos, 99%. Panos cos- Comatose. <laughs> 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 <Dumb name>. Got him. <laughs> Comatose. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, come on, Joe Smith. Come on, come on. Uh, just yeah, call yourself Joe I'm, I'm going to look up his name and see if that's his real name. This yeah. is like uh, Pull it up, Jamie. the Parks and Rec joke where Jason Manzukis playing uh, uh, the. He changed his name from like. Oh my gosh. Uh, so some exotic name, and he changed it to Dennis Feinstein because Dennis Feinstein's a more exotic name where he lives. Um, this is a mystery. The end of the movie, he basically comes to a pr- what I thought was a pretty cool set, uh, that, like, pyramid church thing. Okay, he was born George Pan Cosmatos. Cosmatos. George? Yeah, it was George. Okay. okay. Let's call him George for now. His middle name is Pan. Yeah. So there's the pan. It's a derivation. It's still snooty. Mm. Still don't like it. He, Nick Cage basically arrives and confronts him. Um, and he begs for his, begs for his life, I guess. Is, uh, begs for, oh yeah. At the very end. Um, and he pops his head with his, he just like, yeah. uses his hands. That was cool. Where I think with the script would have been better, if he didn't kill the hard guys first, Maybe one hard guy oh, lived to protect him. Mm-hmm. You mean to make it really hard for him to kill him? That like because yeah. you want that revenge. Yeah. But like you knew after he killed the bikers, it's like these other guys are gonna be slicing yeah, cake. Other than the, the chainsaw guy. guy, but like yeah. that wasn't even a big deal. The chainsaw guy who we didn't even yeah. really see before. No. So wait a second. Oh no! I think we're talking. This is a different guy. <laughs> he died in two thousand five. This is probably his dad, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Some of his best work, Rambo First Blood This Part must two. be the dad. Wow. Oh, the dad, yeah. Oh, wow. George Co- Cosmatos. We still hate you, Panos. Only for your name, though. <laughs> um, last thing I wanted to ask you guys was the fantasy world. Is that... How did you interpret that when they kind of cut to well, There were some connections to the real world. But like it's a different world? I have no idea. Well, they talked about yeah. planets earlier on. That was probably a visualization of what was going on in his mind. But it was Jupiter. Yeah. One of them could have been Jupiter and the other one did look like Saturn. I thought it was just generic fantasy landscape. Yeah. I didn't even connect it to planets. Me neither. Really. Like yeah. specific planets. They do They do little visualizations. Uh, like early on when he starts the, the acid trip tasting the tainted acid, he sees that, that place that the chemist is in before he gets there. That's oh, what I saw. I did, I did. So maybe that's what he's seen. You know, yeah. the trip, that's what he's visually seeing. Maybe, yeah. It, 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 there's, there's a lot to dissect here, and I don't think we're going to get all of it. <laughs> like, no. I've been thinking about this movie for like three weeks, and that's why I like it, because it made me think. Yeah. I didn't have it completely figured out five minutes after we got out of Mother. <laughs> yeah. So, well, why don't we go? Let's go around. Let's rate the movie now because I, I'd be curious to see. Did you? So, did you like this more than Mother? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. Roughly three times more. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't remember what you gave mother, so I don't know it if that's probably good like a or three not. Three or four. Okay. What? Whoa. Okay. What did you guys give the movie then? I give ten. I give it an eight. It was fun. What? Yeah. It was a fun movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it. It was fun. It was different. I never seen it like that. Oh. Eight. What did you give it? I gave I give it a seven. Oh. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I initially I watched it twice. I initially gave it a three. A three? And now I'm giving it a two. <laughs> I hated the first half and the very end. I hated it. Hated it. Like I was angry watching it. I hate well, it. I don't have a boo sound I don't, effect. I, 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 I believe you get angry at things. I <laughs> that you can't control. No, yeah, no, this yeah. is one of uh, the, the most enjoyable movies I've seen in the recent past. It was interesting. Oh my god. I'm glad I chose this one because it was either that or the other Nick Cage horror movie that they did recently. It was like From the Color of Space. Oh yeah. 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 This one seemed more like more fun. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought okay. it was good. I, I, I mean, I might watch it. It one was the more good time. kind of pretentious. It, it had, yeah. it actually had some meat on its bones. But his name, his fucking name. <laughs> That's why it got an eight and not a nine. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it, it got, I got an eight because I just pure like I don't know. I just this is interesting. See, it has. It's like an ogre, and what do ogres have? They have layers, <laughs> and you see, the first layer is the visual uh, storytelling. There's a lot of flair to it. It's it's fun to look at, and then when you get past that, there's little things. Like I saw some some Christianity elements. I forget them because I watched it a couple weeks ago. But I saw some like mother type stuff, and I thought it was much better done. I thought it was nice. It's like this is definitely a what this guy's his movie. You know, I don't. It's his own movie, and it really feels that way. No one else could have done. That's this. true. It it at least is does not feel. Uh, it feels contrived. like a unique voice, yeah, one hundred percent. And, and just I would watch it again. Letting Nick yeah, Cage too. go. Curious, uh, what did you think worth... the symbolism of the tiger was, Matt? I have nothing. I got nothing either. I don't really care. <laughs> perhaps I just, I just it, was, thought it was a good movie. Perhaps it was the release of his rage, because he was wearing the tiger shirt earlier, and then he wasn't. Well, he, here it is. Yeah. I just figured it out. Oh yeah, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, the tiger, yeah, was uncaged. That's what I said. But he had been uncaged before that scene. No, yeah. but the tiger is Nicholas Cage, and he's uncaged. That's what I said. When we were talking about. No, the no, scene. but I say it better. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a. a Wide difference of opinion on this one. Kind of like the, what was the last one we did? Uh, you, ben and I liked a movie much more. It was uh, it was her. Her, yeah. You didn't like that one. I as really much. didn't care for Let's it. Let's see if we continue this trend with uh, our next episode. I doubt it. Uh, it's it's young, we'll Frankenstein young Frankenstein next. next. Yeah. It is young Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. That movie. I I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna spoil it. I like that movie. So. Controversial opinion. Uh, tune in next time for the next installment of Spooky Madness. All right, bye bye. Goodbye. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east, 
to the mass in the bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a